Alright everybody, thanks again for tuning in to KOVE 1330 AM, 107.7 FM, Community Connected. You're listening to Coffee Time, I'm your host Vince Tropea. As I mentioned before the break, we're in studio today with Lander Mayor Monty Richardson and Chief of Police Scott Peters. Uh, Mayor Richardson always comes in for Monty's minutes the day after the Lander City Council meeting and after the new switch to the 7am hour, uh, we're going to just kind of get rid of the uh, live interviews for the mornings like we usually have the mayor on uh we're gonna start recording them uh the, the it's gonna be a day delay so it's not gonna be on wednesdays when you hear this anymore it's gonna be on the thursdays after the tuesday lander city council meeting but we like to get recaps from the mayor talk about things that are going on in the city of lander uh chief of police Chief of Police Peters gives us information, too, on what we can expect uh, for uh, keeping things safe and uh, other events that are going on here in Lander as well. Before we dive into all of that today, how is everybody doing this morning? I'm doing great, Vince. Mayor, thanks for coming in. Doing good, Vince. Chief Peters, thanks for coming by today. As always, thank you for both of you for coming in to... uh, talk with us about the lander goings on we had a uh, council meeting tuesday night uh, mayor what can you tell us about uh, how that went it went real well i thought uh, a lot of good conversation come out of that so uh, a lot of questions but uh, we did go in and have a public hearing uh, for uh, public hearing in redistricting uh, according with the wyoming state statute 22-23-101 uh, Lander Code of 12-1-2, Repealing Ordinance 142, and it was enacted in 1963. So what, what's the, uh, what was the public hearing on that? It was the redistricting of the, our wards and precincts. Okay. And they're all, they stayed the same. It's just we want to update everything that we, we find that hasn't been updated. I mean, 1963, that's... It's been a minute. Minutes, so. <laughs> it's been a minute. But anyway, I, so you'll have the same map everybody has. Please, but, thank you, yeah. But it went well, and not a lot of questions, but uh, it just upgraded it to 2023, so... Gotcha, so every, no, no, no big changes. changes. Right, so it went well, and then uh, we do have to do that to let people know what we're doing. Uh, we had some public comments. Uh, wasn't too bad. Uh, some of it was uh, Lotra... Uh, rodeo grounds and fee schedules concerns so uh, they got to talk and then uh, Mike Lindgren from Lita had a few comments and wanted to let the council know what Lita has been up to and what they're they're doing so it was it was good comments so then we went right on the consent agenda just approving the minutes of the last three meetings we've had so that, that went good we did have a couple proclamations and let people know it's national occupation Occupational Therapy Month. Yep, exactly. And uh, so we want to do that for them. I mean, without them, a lot of people couldn't walk, so they mm-hmm. do a good job mm-hmm. or move around. So, And the one that gets to me is Child Abuse Awareness uh, and Prevention Month. And there's May is it, you know. That'll be for the month of May? May. Okay. So but just let you know that's out there, and that is happening all over mm-hmm. the country. So it's child abuse, so. We need to kind of get a handle on that also. <clears throat> and then we had uh, ordinance second reading on the mill levy. Uh, we use that funding. That's what funds our general fund budget. Uh, and we can only, we are, we're at eight mills. That's max. We can't add eight mills to it. So that's what we get to run our general fund budget and give you guys, give them police protection, fire protection, water, sewer, 
So that's what that's about. Uh, like I said, just uh, just some good conversation on that. <clears throat> we uh, had to sign a resolution with the Museum of American West f uh, for open container for uh, a brew fest. Brew fest, yeah, because that's going to be taking place over there this year, right? right? And the reason they moved is because they don't know where the high water is going to be here in the next month or so. Mm -hmm. So just a backup, but then we got to realize they're by Squaw Creek also, so. And we've right. seen that flood. So. Yeah, so that'll be another thing to take into consideration there. <laughs> right, but and that was the 2017 when it broke over the banks and flooded the radio yeah, station. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That is when that happened. So you'll have to get you some sandbags, Vince. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, I've been joking with friends. I'm going to get that moat I've always wanted. Just dig the right. moat and let the flooding water fill it up and right. we'll get the gators later. So <laughs> worked out real well. So that'll work. That went real well. And <clears throat> On joking aside, you know, it, uh, things went good. So we authorized the mayor to sign a honing equipment uh, agreement for a new loader for the airport. Okay. And <clears throat> that's paid by FAA and 4% uh, from the city. We have to pay like $12,000 for a $321,468 loader with a plow on it. So <clears throat> that's good. So uh, Chris... Uh, Brought that to the council, Johnson, our fire administrator and airport manager. Uh, you know, we had the authorized mayor to sign a, an agreement between the owner and the de designing building amendment number one between Erdman Company and the city of Lander for the amount of $160,000 for an additional design service on Table Mountain Living Community. And uh, that... Uh, is to change the foundation design and stuff so we can get started hopefully up there with that wow and that's that's a needed resource that we need here it is i recently community. spoke with uh, not recently now but uh, a couple months ago i spoke with uh, regine and uh, tracy right. from uh right. he's from Real. lita correct lita. yeah and the, the the but he was one of the instrumental folks uh, involved with the table mountain living right. facility so getting this when i talked with them then they were in that process of uh, finding out if they were going to get this grant or not so right now we know. Yeah, and we got $2.6 million That's for amazing. the Table Mountain Assisted Living last week when we were at SLIB, you know, for two days. And we did also, while we're on that topic, we did get $3 million for uh, Lincoln Street Project. Okay. So What does that entail? That entails water and sewer. Right, right. We of water okay. and sewer from end to end on Lincoln. And uh, then we'll have to use one cent money to asphalt and uh, re-asphalt that <clears throat> uh, went well uh, and then we adopted the strategic plans that the council had come up with so those can be moved forward and gives our department heads an idea where the, the council wants their heads to be also so we get things done so and then <clears throat> we talked about a, dele uh, a voting delegate for the WAM summer conference uh, it's a business meeting in Cody and it'll start uh, June 7th, 8th, and 9th. And uh, that's all municipalities in the state of Wyoming will be mm -hmm, there. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing. And then, uh, like I said, just just some good things. And by the way, I'm the voting delegate again, so that's good. So I'm going to get the chief to go up here one of these days. I know he misses <laughs> Chief's that. Chief's over here shaking his head. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so then we had executive session litigation. But... Pretty good meeting there. There's a lot of conversation going on. I mean, the meeting lasted until darn near 8.30, so. Okay, yeah, yeah. But a lot of discussion, a lot of things happening, so uh, 
like I said, we talked about the fee schedule last night, and there's going to be a, the fee schedule is going to be implemented, and we're going to move forward with uh, code enforcement. But we got the guy who's sitting next to me here. Uh, we're going to get going on code enforcement in the city, and uh, we got our building inspectors uh, getting certified. So there's going to be a lot more code enforcement going out there. That's what citizens wanted. The last meeting we had up there, they just think we need more code enforcement. I agree. So we're implementing that. So once we get that rolling, we'll be ready for people to be upset. But guess what? It's, it's health and safety. It's health and safety. And I think that's a good segue. And uh, Chief Peters, uh, what are some of those uh, code enforcements that are going to be some of the new focus, do you think? I'll be nothing different on the law enforcement side. We've been, you know, since we put the code enforcement officer back in play here a year and a half ago. And that's, that's Sean McCray, right? Yes. Officer uh, McCray, I'm sorry. Yep. And, you know, so we've been dealing with the normal stuff. What we deal with from the law enforcement side is garbage, abandoned cars. I mean, the, the, the aspects of just, you know, not saying filth, but in a way. People, Clutter. People loading their backyards full of... You know, every single hidden treasure, yep. uh, things like that, uh, where the mayor's talking about where the other side of the code enforcement is going to be the building inspectors. Okay, so okay. We don't enforce that. We deal with nuisance, in essence. We deal with nuisance ordinances and laws uh, from the law enforcement side. But if we, while we're dealing with this, normally it goes hand in hand. We end up with a property where... They, have, they decide to throw their garbage in the backyard and all the neighborhood cats and our mountain lions and everything that likes to come in, you know, our badgers that we had last year. Mm -hmm. The reason mm -hmm. why they're coming into town is they're coming into town for food. Right. And what it is is that that creates a hazard for the community. That's what we deal with. But while we're dealing with that, we, we see structures that are collapsing. We see... We see stuff that is a danger when it comes to the building side. So the city's getting the building inspector stuff done. So it all goes hand in hand, but it's not something that, yeah, like you said, you're not actively enforcing some of those those new things, but you're, you're on the receiving end of a lot of it. Um, before we chat about some of the other things that uh, we normally do, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because I saw in the um, uh, LPD call log the other day, and I know it's an issue in Riverton with um, recent uh, instances of counterfeit money. Uh, has that been something that's a, a, a becoming an issue here in Lander? Because it was enough to the point where they're changing some things over there in Riverton, and I just saw an instance of it here reported here in Lander, so I wasn't sure if it'd become a trend yet. It's it's not a trend. I mean, ever twenty years of my career, you we get two, three, four a year. Uh -huh. where you end up with counterfeit money. Normally, it's related to the tourist season. Not blaming it on the tourists. Uh, the locals aren't running counterfeit money. It's somebody. Right. It's somebody traveling. Uh, and for the most part, the counterfeit money we get, I've only seen one really true where you had to look at it. A lot of the counterfeit money, a lot of the counterfeit calls you see on the ledgers are people going in with, it says motion picture money. That is exactly it. That's the so, one that has been the, the, the co most common one that I've seen in the report logs of uh, yep. in Riverton and then in here now. Is and in most of the cases, for the most part, I would say 90% of the cases are kids. Mm -hmm. It's kids seeing money sitting there and they're like oh i can go get a drink and they they snag the they snag the equivalent of monopoly money but it looks a lot better than monopoly money now. exactly and they go to the grocery store they go to the gas station while the clerk's busy and in turn the clerk they just grab it yep, and throw clerk, it in their clerks are really good at checking 50s and 100s 
Uh, but when it comes to motion picture money, if anybody's ever seen that, that stuff looks realistic. The only way you'll tell the difference is right at the at the bottom, it's written for motion picture use only. Right. So, exactly. But it's identical. It feels, it looks. And that's everything. what I was going to ask about, because uh, specifically with that motion picture one, I know the looks there and everything, but uh, you, you would hope that uh, people could identify the counterfeit money based on feel. But if it's pretty close in feel, too, yeah, if you're if you're busy at a restaurant, you're busy in retail or something, and someone hands you uh, three fives to pay for something, you're not going to think twice about it if you're in a rush. Yep. No, but to answer your question, since I kind of got off track there, is uh, no, it's not an issue. Okay. It's, it's just something. My guess is, if Riverton's dealing with it, I'm I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen their calls, but it's probably three or four kids. It's probably three same three or four kids that grabbed some money and they realized, holy cow, this worked. So, yeah, they they, mean, they went to a movie yeah. set over the summer break and <laughs> snagged some of them, or they, they ordered them online. No, I just wanted to ask about that. Uh, I, I assumed it wasn't a big issue, but it's something that's going on and. Saw that there was a report recently, but uh, in terms of uh, other things going on from the uh, police department's end, uh, we're, we're coming out of the finally uh, icy roads, not as many uh, hits and everything, but what's uh, what are some other things that uh, are on your docket right now? Yeah. Hallelujah, the roads are clear. <laughs> so say that again. <laughs> uh, this is probably the worst I've seen in my career. I mean, it's one of the worst winters that we've had in years, but mm-hmm. when it comes to crashes, it's just astronomical. Uh, since November, the last week of November, when we first got our when we got our first real storm, we've done seventy percent of the equivalent of a year of our calls for crashes. Wow! And so and so storm, from November to about the beginning of April, seventy percent of yeah. all the crashes normally for a yeah. year happened within that so, time. So in about four months, we've done seventy percent of what we should be doing Jeez. in a year. So, so I I hope uh, that everybody's got it out of their system and. <laughs> And I'm crossing my fingers that, you know what, because if not, this will be a historic, besides a historic year for snowfall, it's going to be a historic year for Lander when it comes to crashes and and vehicle stuff. So It's going to be fun, uh, and I say fun with, with uh, in the loosest sense of the terms, but to, to do some of that data uh, research and everything, to look at all those things, to really, I mean, just the uh, stuff we've been getting out of the National Weather Service in Riverton, you know, 150 days at below a certain temperature like those kinds of things are just it's interesting when you're experiencing that kind of uh unprecedented winter it's miserable miserable is the, <laughs> is the correct word uh it was what about going into spring now uh, are there any other things that folks should be on the lookout for or should be worried about uh, one thing i really want to stress to folks is which i've if you've listened to the show I, it's all i've talked about for two years since I've been here. But now be careful because the kids are going to start getting out on their bikes. Mm-hmm. They're going to get out running. And I know we talked about it a lot over the last couple of years, but last year was the most pedestrian crashes I've seen anywhere I've worked before. Uh, we had way too many people. I mean, hitting one person is too much. And, I mean, we had kids hit. We had adults hit. We had people on bikes hit. I mean, I don't know exactly the amount, but I'd say it was probably about six or seven pedestrians got hit by cars last Which year. Which is six Lander. or seven more than it should yeah. be. And that's that's way too much. There's there's absolutely no reason. There's no reason for anybody to hit a pedestrian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it comes down to is when you're, you're in your car, you're in control of it, and you need to be in control of it. So, you know, what I stress to people is, you know, the one common factor that's involved in all this is your cell phones. Yep. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're texting and driving. I mean, we did have a case of that last year, 
But for the most part, what it is is people looking at their phones, their phone rings, or they're, you know, they answer Changing the phone. Changing the song, yeah. whatever. So in turn, they're distracted, not paying attention, or they take their eye off the road, and it doesn't take much for, especially with these little kids. I mean, they're, they, we have stop signs, and we try to tell them what they mean, but they have no clue what a stop sign means. Well, and then you especially know. right now, like you said, the, it's, it's, we, we have a break in weather. So that's a huge instance of there's going to be a lot more kids out right now. And then the other factor playing into that is all the folks that were slowing their cars and vehicles down on the ice are now maybe getting a little that uh, rubber to the pavement excitement. It might be driving a little bit faster. Uh, I, I, even though I've been, I've looked down and I'm seeing my car, I'm at 35 miles per hour on Main Street. I'm like, oh crap, I need to slow down. But it's just that kind of excitement of finally being able to, to drive without having to go slow on the ice. But it uh, doesn't help for the whole safety issue. Yeah, and it's easier said than done, but I've been saying it forever. If you're in town, just plan on plan on giving yourself a little bit more time. That's ultimately what it comes down to. If you look out on our streets between about 7.40 to 8 o'clock, right before school starts, all hell breaks loose on our roads. Mm-hmm. Because what ends up happening is you got those, like I do, I have teenage kids. And in turn, you're trying to drag them out of the house, trying to get them to school so they're not late. So then it becomes a race. Right. And when it becomes a race, everybody's out there racing. Everybody's in the race. And and it's an absolute mess. Uh, And it's not even counting, you know, the winter was even worse because you had the ice and everything else on the roads. But just in general, you know, I give yourself a little bit of extra time, which it's easy for me to say that. And it's easy for you to say, yeah, I'm going to give myself extra time. But But it's the easiest answer to all of those issues. Uh, and I know when I was working at the school, I was a, a crossing guard in the mornings a part of, as a part of my uh, duty as a paraprofessional. And uh, it, yeah, say thank you to those uh, crossing guards because they're the ones that are taking the brunt of a lot of that too and getting the, the, the angry uh, honks and looks from, from, from parents when you're trying to block them off. But yeah, we were on the brunt of that all of the time as crossing guards, uh, uh, seeing firsthand that uh, morning panic. Yeah. Oh yeah, you should get you should definitely get hazard pay for that. <laughs> right, right, yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, bring bring your uh, crossing guard some donuts at the very least uh, in the mornings there, uh, chief. Thanks again for uh, filling us in on the stuff as always. Um, uh, was there anything else that you want to get out to our listeners before we let you go? No, just be safe, take care of each other. If you decide to drink, find a find a ride home uh, or walk. Or walk, and now you don't have the ice to contend with, so you should be able to walk a little straighter then. Yeah, we're coming right in. We're coming into that season where a lot of stuff's going to happen, a lot of events are going to be happening. So you know, just keep that in mind Mm -hmm. of finding ulterior ways home if you decide you want to have a few and enjoy yourself. So go out and enjoy yourself. You know what? You know, party it up for you know. Even from the law enforcement side, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, just, just have a plan. Just just follow the law. Be civil. Be good to each other, and find a ride home. Definitely. Uh, Mayor, throwing things back over to you, uh, was there anything else uh, event-wise that you're wanting to talk about here yeah. today? Well, event-wise, uh, I want Event-wise or just lander stuff? Lander stuff real quick. I just want to talk about the frost depth and, and where we're at with running water. Yeah, We talked to Public Works Director Lance Hopkins uh, yesterday, and uh, the frost about four foot, so if your lines are shallow, I'd still leave my water running. Uh, the water tr- water temperature going into the lines from the treatment plant is 33 degrees. Okay. So it's cold. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like I said, if your ha- your water line's on the north side of your house, you know, and, and you froze up before, I'd kind of leave my water running. And it's easy to forget right now because it's getting warmer. It's not cold at night. So and it's, people it's... accidentally shut their 
But we've been seeing how many uh, waterline breaks over the past couple of weeks. We've had 26 waterline breaks this year. 26 just this year. That's double the amount that we usually have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just noticed down on 2nd Street water coming up through the pavement. So I'll send them down there and check that one out. Really? Okay. But anyway, just uh, give you a heads up on that. Uh, I said July is right around the corner. So with the 4th of July and uh, rodeos and fireworks, uh, just have a good time. And that's happening. Uh, Pig roast is coming up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that'll be a good time too. So get out there and enjoy us, join us, and uh, let's bring Lander back together. We're going to summer hard this summer. Yes, That's what I keep are. saying. <laughs> it's, it's once that After nice this weather winter, gets here. we need a break to be outside and get come out together and visit with each other. 100%. Right. So, But on that note, uh, I don't have much more, Vince. I do appreciate you, and thank you for letting us come on and coffee dine. As always, Mayor, thanks for coming in. Chief Peters, thank you as well. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up here today for coffee time.